family, I'm so happy to announce the launch of my brand new premium podcast. It's called Ideas That Matter Plus. This is an exciting new development that we've been working on for some time. This after seeing a lot of you request coming through saying thank you for what we've done and wanting more. Ideas That Matter Plus is a more targeted podcast that focuses on business strategies and more high-level thinking to help highly ambitious entrepreneurs, SMEs, business owners and founders, even the CEOs of big business. It only costs 450 Rand per month and will be coming in, but I mean coming in hot. So, subscribe now to Ideas That Matter Plus, now available on Spotify or Apple Podcast Store. Sayonara. This podcast is proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound and Sounds Media. To have your podcast recorded, send an email to info at soundandsounds.co.za. That's info at s-o-u-n-d-a-n-d-s-o-u-n-d-s dot co.za. It's time to take your seat at the table. Find out how with Vosi Tembeguayo as we discuss ideas that matter. A catalyst for bold action. Hello, family. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another week of the VT Podcast where we talk about ideas that matter. I hope you've enjoyed our podcast last week and I'm fully aware that this podcast comes in just over 24 hours late. My apologies for that, but I I wish I had a better explanation other than, frankly, there's just a heck of a lot going on. We've got uh, on our firm, particularly our VC firm, we're busy with a capital raising program. We're busy with a cap raise for our private equity fund. We've just finalized our class of 2021 accelerator. And if you follow my link tree, actually, across all of my social medias, you can go and read all about the businesses that participated in our class of 2021 accelerator. Ourselves in partnership with Sahara Ventures did an accelerator program called Sahara Sparks. And we raised $5 million for businesses that participated on the program. So we're very excited, very, very happy. It's a record raise for us, but it also means that we get to accelerate tech entrepreneurs across the continent who are doing really, really exciting things. So a lot on the go, a hell of a lot on the program. And I did just want to say to all of you that have read the report, those of you that have sent feedback, we really, really appreciate it. For those of you that haven't, it would be worth your while to click on it and go and find out a bit about what I'm doing in particular to grow business owners on entrepreneurs and founders who are building the future of our continent. That literally for me is how I see it. These are the people building the future of our continent. So intermittently between that, the cap raise program, the next three books that are coming out, one of which we've just signed a publishing deal for, a mega global deal that I've just signed. I don't want to get into the details as yet, but I'll let you guys know as it comes um, uh, out and a heck of a lot of other stuff happening behind the scenes. There is a lot on the go. Before I get started with this week's program, I think it's just important for me to say, in particular to my support staff and the support team, the people who make sure that I am where I need to be, doing what I need to be doing, meeting with the people that I need to be meeting with. I don't need to mention you by name, but you all know who you are. And I want to say thank you so much for the work that you do to make sure that every time my smile shows up, my heart is in the right place as well, because I'm not having to worry about other things. This week, I wanted to talk just in the spirit of what I've just said about a simple concept, and I hope that you will try it over the next week or so. 
I want to talk about the pause. The pause. You know, we live in this age today where things are moving really, really, really fast. And the speed at which things are moving infers the speed at which we need to move. So if you're not overwhelmed, you're probably just not paying attention. But I think for a lot of us, we actually are overwhelmed. And how can you not be? How can you not be overwhelmed when you live in a world today where just this year they say an average of 210 million emails are sent every single minute in the world? They also say that around the same time, 694 billion songs are streamed in a single minute in the U.S. alone. That in a single minute, just one single minute, as the world we are, we're sending out 350,000 tweets, 510,000 comments posted on Facebook alone, 21,000 million snaps created every single minute. Spend time on YouTube? You may not be aware of this, but there are 3.4 million videos watched on YouTube every single minute. So the world we're in, the world you and I live in, is flooded. It's cluttered. And you'd be forgiven for being completely bombarded. There is data, information, gossip, noise thrown at you every second of every day. However, if you study the masters, and as you all know, I like to, if you study people who reach greatness, people who dare to pursue their own purpose, one of the things you notice is that they're very good at shutting out the noise and slowing down time. Because if Michelangelo is really going to paint the hand of God in the Sistine Chapel. If that's going to happen, then he has to suspend the idea of time. He has to immerse himself fully in the thing he's actually doing. That means genius can only be achieved when you slow things down. And to do that, the first thing you need to do is pause. Why pause? Well, because it's important to take a moment to extract yourself from the rush, to extract yourself from the hurry, to extract yourself from the noise. I want to venture to say that actually I think most of you listening to this conversation, like me, live in a world where you're just bombarded. You wake up in the morning, you get up, and the first thing you do is probably get ready for work. And on your way to work, you're listening to the radio. And what happens on the radio? Well, you're listening to news and programs and information and all of the stuff that's happening. You're immediately caught in the noise trap. By the time you arrive at work, at your work desk, you open up your computer. And as you open up your computer, before you've even taken the first sip of your morning cup of coffee, there are already unread emails, somebody else's agenda for your day. That's what an email is, by the way. An email is somebody else's to-do list for your life. Then you get started with that to-do list and you're now in the rat race and the rat trap and before you know it, you're in meeting one, then two, three, a bit of lunch, four, five. And by the end of the sixth meeting, it's the end of the day, but you haven't even gotten any work done. So you try to get an additional hour, maybe two of work. You then get in your car and you're driving home and what are you listening to? Well, maybe the radio again. 
And again, you're being bombarded. More information, more news, more stuff. You get home and you're flicking up your phone. And on your phone, you're on Twitter, you're on Facebook, you're on IG, you're across the social media platforms, you're reading newspapers, you're on, I don't know, The Guardian, The New York Times, The Wall Street Journal. And all of the time, you're being bombarded with information. You haven't taken a moment to pause. Just pause. Extract yourself from the moment. So... I have a theory, and my theory is that there is a cost to speed. There is actually a cost to it. And what is that cost? Well, the first cost to speed is the cost of focus. Because the faster things go, the less able you are to focus on the meta-information. Try this for an exercise. In your car, driving at a particular speed, slow down to the slowest allowable speed. Notice how the slower you go, the more you take in, you see every line, you might see the litter on the road, you see every pedestrian walking on the side of the road, you see every tree, even the clouds, if you really look up. But what happens when you slow things down is you take more in, which means, inversely, the faster you go, your brain blurs out the detail and focuses only on the danger. That's why the faster you go, the only thing you focus on is immediately what's in front of you. That's it. And so if you want to take things in, focus, then you have to slow down. So the first cost then of speed is the cost of focus. Focus allows you a few things, but the most important is that it allows you to have a single goal with a single outcome. So if you're finding that your life is uncertain, uh, cluttered, if you're finding that you yourself are perhaps ambiguous in your thinking and your actions, that you're not following through on things, then it's probable that you're going too fast. Slow down. The second cost of speed, and I cannot emphasize this one is enough, is that speed robs you of your ability to be intentional. Or is the other way to think about it, deliberate intent. See, when things are slower, it means you consider every single motion, every action, every thought, and the next move. All of those are thought through every single step of the way, which means you can become more intentional about what you're thinking, what you're doing, where you're going and who with. The faster you go then, inversely, the less deliberate you are. As a consequence of this, the faster you go, even though you think you're getting to your destination faster, you're actually getting there slower. Why? Because you're less intentional about where you're going. And by definition, less intentional about how to get there. Life, then, happens to you rather than you happening to life. And the third cost of speed is speed robs you of clarity. Clarity. In the ancient arts of Chinese martial arts called Tai Chi, those who practice Tai Chi slow down every single move. Why? Because they want clarity of the exact outcome of every single move. You know, when you're in competitive sports, one of the very first things you do when you want to better your technique is you slow down into the freeze frame 
every single material part of whatever sport you play. So, for instance, let's imagine that you're a 100-meter athlete. You would get tapes of your race, and you would spend hours watching what is actually a 10-second race. You will analyze the first second, then the second second, and the third second. You will analyze the first movement, then the second movement, and the third movement. You will analyze the first meter, then the second, then the third. You will analyze every single part of how you move to make small micro-changes that have mega impact on the outcome. So if you want clarity of outcomes, you have to slow things down. And so that's why this week, I really want to invite you to pause, slow down, slow down your consumption of media, all media. Admittedly, I want you to do this after you've listened to this podcast, but slow down your consumption of media. Next, slow down your consumption of stimuli from external things. Your life right now is a bowl of stimulation. Stimulation of news, facts, and other people's opinion on things they know nothing about. So you're constantly being stimulated from your outside. And I invite you to build a barrier, a wall, and just slow down that stimuli from external things. And third, freeze moments. I don't think we do this enough. I don't think we pause and just (sighs) take the deep breath in. Be in this exact moment. Freeze time. Suspend your worries, your hopes, your dreams. Suspend life. Freeze this moment and just be immersed in it. For this moment, this exact moment, nothing else matters but right now. That allows you the space to pause, to think, to consider. So I have a few things I'd like you to do this week. When I was crafting our podcast for this week, I wanted it to be something practical. And I suppose I'm delivering the podcast not only to you, but frankly, to me as well. I started out this podcast by telling you that I myself am bombarded. There are a million things going on. And so I am having to slow down, to just pause. So here's what I'd like you to do for me this week. The first, allow yourself a full 60 seconds, one minute, twice a day, of pause and reflection. What this means is you take time out in a quiet space where you're not going to be disturbed and you just pause life. You just suspend it. Put on some meditation music if you'd like. Might I recommend a playlist called Chilled Cow on YouTube? And just for 60 seconds. It's a great way for you to reset, for your body to reboot for your mind to reflect. The second thing I'd like you to do, once a day, I'd like you to start journaling things for which you have gratitude, things about which you are gratuitous. Just write down the things that are meaningful in your life, the things you're happy for, the people, the relationship, the blessings. 
And often the most meaningful blessings are the ones that are the smallest, that cost the least. Love, light, laugh, living, really. So, my thought for you this week is this. Before you act, take a moment to think. Before you speak, take a moment to feel. Before you argue, take a moment to consider. And before you criticize, just take a moment and help. I think if we spent this week just pausing things, we'll find we're a lot more effective in our pursuit of our goals. That, that my friends, is our podcast this week brought to you from our studios, Sound and Sounds, in Joburg, South Africa. To all my clients all over the world, I look forward to seeing you as we get ready to go on tour again. And to all of you listening, thank you very much. Have an amazing week. Sayonara. This podcast was proudly brought to you by My Growth Fund in partnership with Sound and Sounds Media. To have your podcast recorded, send an email to info at soundandsounds.co.za. That's I-N-F-O at S-O-U-N-D-A-N-D-S-O-U-N-D-S dot C-O dot Z-A.